going on, everybody? This is Pastor Shea, a.k.a. Chopping G, coming back at y'all with another word of encouragement for today. So, yo, check this out. I was reading the Bible today, and I came across this passage in the book of Ecclesiastes. And I wanted to read it to y'all, and I wanted to tell y'all about the hope that I reminded myself of as I was reading this passage. Let me just break this down for y'all. It's coming out of the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 9. Verses 1 through 6. Y'all check this out. It says, But all this I laid to heart, examining it all, how the righteous and the wise and their deeds are in the hand of God. Whether it's love or hate, man does not know. Both are before him. It is the same for all, since the same event happens to the righteous and the wicked, to the good and the evil, to the clean and the unclean, to him who sacrifices and him who does not sacrifice. As the good one is, so is the sinner. As he who swears is, as he who shuns an oath. This is an evil in all that is done under the sun, that the same event happens to all. Also the hearts of the children of man are full of evil, and madness is in their hearts while they live. And after that, they go to the dead. But he who is joined with the living has hope, for a living dog is better than a dead lion. For the living know that they will die, but the dead know nothing. And they will have no reward, for the memory of them is forgotten. Their love and their hate and their envy have already perished, and they forever and forever they have no more shame in all that is done under the sun. So essentially what this what this passage is trying to get through, and the whole book of Ecclesiastes, right? Like you read and you're like, oh man. This dude was on a trip. This is some old Edgar Allan Poe stuff, right? But in this little section right here, death, death is coming for everybody. Death is one for one. It's, it's, it's bad and average. It's Hall of Fame level. You know what I'm talking about? Death is coming for everybody. It doesn't matter if you if you do good deeds or bad deeds. It doesn't matter if you're living a righteous and holy life or if you're not. It doesn't matter if you're out in the streets wilding out or if you're up in church every Sunday on the church choir trying to live your best life death is coming for you there's no escaping it. there's nothing to be done about it now there's people that try to fight against it you know you got you got your jack o lane juicer you had gmc uh getting getting your vitamins going you, you're doing all this stuff you you're uh you're living your best life you are what, what's the other stuff they do <laughs> you're giving money to to the right organizations you got you got all this stuff going on, right? You're making sure that you're not making anybody mad. You give it to the homeless. All, all the good deeds you're doing in your life, right? All the things you're trying to do to extend your life, to, to not be stressed out and to be mindful and all this other stuff, right? Death is coming for you. In the same way, you're out wilding in the streets. You're out robbing people and stealing and hating people and talking trash about people behind their backs. You're doing all this stuff. You, you, you're in beef with your, with your folk. Everybody around you don't like you. Death is coming for you. So what's to be done, man? And and as as we read this passage, it's not meant to to bring a person low. The point of this passage is one. I don't know if you caught it. It said a a an alive lion. I'm sorry, a, a living dog is better than a dead lion, right? Isn't it better? Isn't it better to be alive? 
And that's the question you're asking yourself as you as you come across this passage is like, is there anything to be done to defeat death? Because, yo, I'd rather be I'd rather be a, a mangy mutt living than a proud, uh, just like super main lion dead as a doornail. How do I, how do I live, man? Like how? And that's that's the question of the human heart. Like, how do I extend life? What is what does eternal life look like? How do how do I get past this? This place where it doesn't matter, like Mother Teresa and Pol Pot are both in the grave together. What's to be done? What can we do to avoid this thing? Luckily, the Bible has the answer to that because the Ecclesiastes is, is very upright and upfront with what it's saying. It doesn't. It's it's written in a place in the Bible where it doesn't have the fullness of the answer to this to this major question. What do I do about death? It's at the, it's at the core of, of every human existence. Death is coming. And, and some for some people, they live in a lifestyle where it's coming like a freight train. And, and you could see it coming from a mile away. And for other people, it just it just kind of comes out of nowhere. Man. Like it, it sideswipes you. Next thing you know, you're gone. What's to be done? And then the New Testament comes along. And we have Jesus there. And as he's there and he's he's presenting himself before people and he's he's telling people about this upside down kingdom where the, the first have to be last and last have to be first and the greatest commandment is loving your neighbor and, and not to worry about what tomorrow may bring, but have faith and trust in God that if even if like if God cares for the the, the sparrows in the field, won't he so much more care for you, his son and daughter, and you can be adopted into the family of God and all it takes is to take is to have this faith and trust in Christ and he'll raise you up on the last day and not a single one that the Father has given to Jesus will he ever let go and all these messages are just pouring forth like love your neighbor as you love yourself love God with your mind, soul, heart and strength and, and you're like but death is still coming so what's to be done? and you come to the cross and you see Jesus dying up on a tree and he's He's marching through the streets and people are spitting at him, pulling his beard out, and hitting him with whips that are pulling his skin away. They're beating him in the face. He's bleeding all over the place and they're stuffing crowns into his head. And it's like, oh, death is coming for him too. But what's to be done? Then you start remembering some of the things he said, but some of the things that the Old Testament prophets have said like we'll be saved by his stripes and our transgressions are forgiven because of the wounds on his back he's he's going to put his life on the line so that so that others may rise and like, what is what does all that mean and then jesus dies on the cross and breathes his last breath and they, and they put him in the tomb he stays there for three days. They don't even get a chance to do proper funeral rites on him. They just have to stuff him inside of a of a cave and, and roll a rock in front of it. And three days later, they go to, to finish the burial rites. And they open up the cave expecting like a smell, right? It's empty. The tomb is empty. 
and they run and they're telling their friends like, yo, what's going on? Like, who took Jesus' body? Where's where's he gone? And oh man, they they already killed him. Now they desecrating his body. And as they're they're weeping in the garden, and they're trying to they're trying to figure out what's going on, and everything's so fresh and raw and new, right? And then Jesus rolls up on on Mary, one of his one of his followers, and he says. I'm alive. I've defeated death. Death, that, that great enemy, has been defeated. I have, the, I have the keys to death in Hades. I've won. I've conquered every fear that you could ever have. All that, all that stuff where in Ecclesiastes it was saying there's nothing to be done, there's nothing new under the sun, and death is coming for everybody. In Christ, death is not the end of you anymore. Death is but the doorway that you that you go through that leads to actual life. Oh, death, where is your sting? Where is your power? For those who are in Christ, death has no more power over them anymore. There's, there's no more fear to be had. There's no more threat that there's going to be an eternal punishment. Now, we look at death and we say, yo, whether, whether I live is to everybody's advantage, right? I get to I get to have these relationships and I get to, to be here for people. I get to tell them more about Jesus. I get to love them and bless them in this life. But if I die, oh my goodness, to die is gain. I get to go be with my Lord. Death has no more hold. That's the it's it's the best news of the Bible, man. That that death being one for one, and we don't know what happens after death, right? That was the that was the thought before, and now in Christ, like we know exactly what happens after death for those who belong to Jesus. You go directly into the presence of the Father. You go uh, with Jesus as He's advocating on your behalf, and God looks at you and He says, uh, "Why are you here?" And you say, "I'm only here. I'm only here because your Son died for me." And I believe and I trust him. That, that's the only reason I'm here. Oh my goodness. God looks at you and says, welcome home. In a mind like that, man, death is nothing. Man. Death can pass on. And, and, and my word of encouragement for you for today. Hopefully, hopefully this is an encouragement. My word of encouragement for you. Live life to the fullest. But understand that this is not the fullness of what life is. Life, forever life, everlasting life, true life, is only found in Christ. And I hope that if you don't know who he is, I hope that if, you are, if you're hearing this, you don't know who Jesus is, if it's been a long time since you, since you thought about this, I pray that the Spirit of God visits, visits you today and you will hear it fresh and new, either for the first time whether for the first time in a long time. But, you know, that's my word of encouragement for you. You know, hopefully it's an encouraging one. This went a little long today. I'm a little bit excited. But uh, please make sure to like, share, subscribe, all that jazz. It's free to y'all, but it means a lot over here. Because I want to tell more people about Jesus. And uh, hopefully y'all doing well. I'm praying for you. Hit me up in the email sometime. But I love y'all. Grace and peace.